Welcome to Chemo Chair Prayers, and I'm your host, Nikki Hardy, and this is episode 13. Chemo Chair Prayers is a podcast for anyone who's heard the words, it's cancer. Having lost both my mum and sister to cancer, I was diagnosed, and despite being determined to survive, it wasn't all that long until surviving was all I was doing, living a life I'd neither planned nor signed up for. Over time, I discovered that with God, life doesn't have to be pain-free to be full. And I learned how to thrive, not just survive, right in the midst of my cancer. If you're struggling to keep fear and worry at bay, to trust God no matter what, or simply need a little faith boost and to feel God's arms around you so you can journey on with strength, peace, trust, and yes, even joy, you're in the right place. So take a seat Grab your cup of tea, let your shoulders relax, and allow me to lead you in a short story and a prayer using our guided prayer practice with the acronym TRUST, followed by a simple, practical invitation for the days ahead. Have people ever said the most ridiculously stupid things to you since you've been diagnosed with cancer? Because, oh my goodness, I have heard it all. Instead of words of comfort and reassurance, I was often greeted with things like, oh, my uncle died of that. Or if I shared how tough things were, I'd get the old platitude, don't worry, God won't give you more than you can handle. Or the old chestnut, God uses all things for good. And I have to tell you, it drove me absolutely bonkers. But my personal favourite was when someone was adamant that their mum's friend healed herself with seaweed and turmeric and I really should try it. I'm sure I'm not the only one. I'm sure you've been on the receiving end of comments like these no matter what stage you're in in your cancer journey. And if I'm right, I'm really sorry. The truth is, as my mum used to say, most of us have foot-in-mouth disease and we all have the tendency to put our foot in it when we're embarrassed, not sure what to say or awkwardly trying to help. But when those things are said to us when we've got cancer, it comes at a time when we're already carrying around plenty of hurt. Thank you very much. And the last thing we need is more. We're already wrestling with doubt and fear. And the last thing we need is to be nervous of what people are about to blurt out or have their hurt and unthinking words piled on top. When somebody says, oh, don't worry about it. I'm sure God's got it. It cuts deep in our already struggling soul. It hurts and it's terribly hard to just shrug the words off. But what if we could just carry on and not let them rattle us and not let them hurt us or annoy us? What if there was a way to rise above the careless comments and walk in a place of peace where things people said didn't impact us? Because like I said, the truth is they so often do rattle us. For years, I still remember the pain from the doctor who looked at my mum right in the eyes and without a smile, a look of compassion, or words of sorrow, just kindly told her there'd be no Christmas turkey for her that year. It was mid-October. If we aren't careful, the pain digs deep and then lingers. I want to tell you, my friend, that it doesn't have to be that way. People will say hurtful things. That, I'm afraid, we can do nothing about. And if we're honest, we will continue saying a few hurtful things along the way ourselves. It will go on, But how we respond to them can change. We can be free to walk through our cancer in peace and joy. We can't control what people say to us or how deep it cuts, but we can control how we react. The more I heard these careless and hurtful things, 
the more I realised that yes, they came from a place of nervous awkwardness, but they also came from a place of misunderstanding. And what I came to see and the truth that stood out for me was this. People will often misunderstand us, but there is one who never, ever will. And it reminds me of the story of Hannah in 1 Samuel 1. Hannah was married to a man named Elkanah, who also had another wife called Penina. Now, Penina had children, but poor Hannah didn't, and it caused her so much pain and suffering. And if that wasn't bad enough, we're told that Penina would provoke Hannah and keep winding her up day after day, year after year, to the point where Hannah would break down in tears. She may not have had cancer, but Hannah was on the receiving end of careless, thoughtless and heartless words. And if you read it, which I encourage you to do, you'll see that she almost let it break her. She almost did what is so normal and understandable. She nearly took on the words and let them define who she was and what her situation was. And that's what we can so easily let happen to us. We can get to the point where the words start to define us. They define our situation. And worst of all, they can start to define our God. But as we read, we see Hannah rising above them. And today I want to encourage us that we too can rise above them when we learn what Hannah knew to be true. That people will often misunderstand you, but there is one who never will. People like Penina rarely say hurtful things simply to be mean. More often than not, our situation brings up old pain for them and they react out of that. Or they say something hurtful simply because they simply don't understand. They feel awkward, they find it uncomfortable and they say the first thing that pops into their head. You've heard me quote Sheryl Sandberg before if you've been around the podcast for any length of time. She's CEO of Facebook and author of Option B, said in a Facebook post marking the end of a 30-day period of mourning that losing her husband suddenly made her understand how well-meaning comments like, it's going to be okay, can be painful. Real empathy, she says, is sometimes not insisting that it will be okay, but acknowledging that it's not. Peace starts to come when we recognise that often people simply will not understand. But friends, the truth is we have a God who will always understand. Jesus not only hears us and sees us and knows us, but he's walked the journey of suffering himself. He knows its struggles and pains and doubts. He alone can be our true comfort. And it's to him that Hannah goes. It's from him that she finds the peace to not just rise above Penina's words, but it's from him she finds what she needs to extinguish their power to define her and to define her situation and her God. The journey to peace always brings us back to Jesus. When people make us feel unseen, Jesus sees us. When people minimize our pain, Jesus acknowledges it. When people offer simple fixes to a complex problem, Jesus sits with us in our anxiety. True peace comes from our Lord who understands us. And this ultimately dictates how we respond to people when they say the stupidest and most hurtful things. Like Jesus before us, we go to our Father who always understands and pray, Father, forgive them for they know not what they do. This was Jesus' response to those who mocked and ridiculed him as he suffered the pain and loss of the cross. So let's let this drive our attitude. He was able to forgive them because he knew the love of his father. He knew his father understood. 
If we too can stand in that place of being sure that we are sure that God understands us, we too can offer grace and understanding and forgiveness to those who will never understand us or what we're going through. As we do, the power of their words is broken and the long-lasting impact falls away and their words don't define us, they don't define our cancer and they don't define anything about who and whose we are. And any bitterness and resentment we're brewing begins to fade. Remember, friends, people will often misunderstand you and your situation and blurt out the most hurtful things. But Jesus never misunderstands you. He understands your pain and always, always offers love. Let's take a moment to pray using our simple guided prayer format that uses the acronym TRUST. If you'd like to, you can download a printable bookmark with this trust prayer practice on it, so you can keep it in your Bible or your journal between podcast episodes, and you can find it over at chemochairprayers.com. As we pray today, my invitation to you is to do just what we've been talking about. Bring people's misunderstandings to the one who will always understand you. We're going to literally acknowledge them individually, if necessary, and acknowledge they don't understand however much they want to, and that we need the love of Jesus to set us free. Then we can let go and forgive and move on. We're going to pray through the trust prayer practice, thanking him for who he is and what he's done, resting in his love, unburdening our hearts, surrendering our hopes, fears and needs, and lastly, taking him at his word. And as I do every week, I'd like to encourage you to make this time your own. You can always pray during the music in between each section, but feel free to pause it and take extra time to sit in God's presence and pray and tell him how you are feeling and what you are going through. So let's start by thanking him for who he is and what he's done. Lord, we thank you that you are a God who has suffered pain and hurt and misunderstanding, that you understand. Thank you that you love us and you will never, ever leave us. And thank you that because of the death of your son on the cross, we too can forgive. We too have the power of your spirit within us to love and forgive those who have hurt us. Because of who you are and what you've done, we can live in a place of freedom and peace and not bitterness and resentment. Take a moment yourself to thank God for who he is and what he's done. Maybe thanking him for some of the answers to prayer that you've seen or some of the parts of his nature that have helped you get through these last few weeks. Make this time your own. Now let's take a moment to rest in his love. Lord, we rest in this place of being fully known and fully understood. We rest in your love and your peace. And we rest in your forgiveness. Let me invite you to just simply pause and rest and know his loving arms around you. Now let's unburden our hearts. 
Lord, you are the God who understands us, even when people don't. Lord, people have hurt us. People have said the stupidest things. And Lord, we know that they have been trying to help, or we know that they have been hurt themselves, but it still cuts deep. Lord, we are worried about our future. We are worried about what's ahead. There are so many things we don't know. And when people try and fill that space, it confuses us and hurts us. So Lord, we know that you understand us. Fill that space, Lord. Can I invite you to take a moment to unburden everything that is weighing you down and lay it at the foot of the cross. No matter how big or small, no matter how shameful it seems, no matter how personal the hurt, I want to encourage you to lay it down at Jesus' feet, knowing that you are seen and loved and understood. Now let's take a moment to surrender those hopes, fears and needs, leaving them at the foot of the cross and walking away. Lord Jesus, it is because we are seen and known and loved and understood that we can leave all these burdens with you because you care for us. We choose to leave it all in your capable hands. We choose to leave bitterness, resentment and hurt with you. Can I invite you to imagine yourself laying it all at the foot of the cross and walking away? If you've got people you specifically need to leave there, their comments and their hurts, can I encourage you to, in your mind's eye, imagine leaving them there with Jesus and walking away. And lastly, let's take him at his word. Lord, you tell us that we are seen and known and loved and understood. And in our hurt and our pain, it's hard to understand that. It's hard to take it in at a heart level as well as a head level. But Lord, we choose to believe it. We choose to stand on that solid ground. We choose to stand on that word, on your truth, on your love. And Lord, we believe help our unbelief. And can I invite you now to take him at his word, believing who he is and whose you are and what that means for you in the week ahead. As we do every week, we're going to end with a practical exercise that we can do now, but you can also take into the week ahead. And of course, this week, I want to encourage you to continue to pray through any lingering hurt or pain, praying, forgive them, Father, for they know not what they do. Then why not take a moment to think of a few stock replies you can have up your sleeve the next time something like this happens. One of my favourites is to simply say, Thanks so much for your concern. I really appreciate it. And the best response, when it's too painful, hurtful or shocking, like at that moment when the doctor was so unfeeling towards my mum, it's simply to take a deep breath, smile, nod and count to at least three on every breath. Breathing in Jesus, breathing out the comment. 
breathing in the one who understands, breathing out the hurt that can never define us, our situation, or our God. You've been listening to Chemo Chair Prayers with me, Nikki Hardy. And I always say that thriving is a team sport, so I'd love to know how you're doing and how this simple spiritual exercise and our trust prayer were for you. You can always find me and leave a comment on the Chemo Chair Prayers website, chemochairprayers.com. And that's also where you can download a copy of your own Trust Guided Prayer Format bookmark. If you've enjoyed Chemo Chair Prayers, please recommend it to a friend, your cancer support group, or maybe forward it to your pastoral care team who might be looking for resources for those with cancer. And then why not hit subscribe and leave a five-star review? Not only will that ensure that you get the next episode when it airs, but your review will mean that others journeying through cancer will be able to find chemo chair prayers more easily. Now to him who is able to do immeasurably more than all we ask or imagine, according to his power that is at work within us, to him be the glory in the church and in Christ Jesus throughout all generations, forever and ever. Amen. Amen.